0: What's up party people on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast We get you prepared for week one Week one is here, it starts tonight And we get you prepared, we tell you about all the sits, all the starts, what to expect What we believe you should expect And uh, who you should play and not play And I'll tell you about our last draft that we had last night All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast Alright brain, you don't like me and I don't like you but well, let's just do this and i can get back to killing
1: you with fear. you are now tuned into the better fantasy bureau podcast cast this place is an unabbed resource
0: i love it
1: with your host with list you must think i'm pretty stupid i'm dangerous i'm very very dangerous and alex marquette your voice is like a combination of fergie and jesus for the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher
0: for eight hours. Now,
1: I am going to teach some kids a lesson.
0: They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show party
1: people. People.
0: What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic, exciting, informative, and somewhat slightly entertaining episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here with my co host, live and direct, with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFA? Tonight is the night. Yes. Week one. We made it, Marchetti. We made it. We made it to week one. Finally. Week one. It's finally here. It is tonight. Porphine Football season has started. And I'm super excited about it. Ecstatic. This is, uh, you know, would you say football is your favorite sport though?
1: Um, growing up, baseball. Baseball was your favorite sport. Was that why you were Mr. Baseball? That's why they called me Mr. Baseball. And, um. I say football. Yeah, I guess football now is is there as one of my favorite sports. Football and basketball. They're, Bas- bo- they're both neck and neck. Basketball. I think, I think uh, season long football is much more entertaining than basketball because we already know who's going to go to the well. The, playoffs M- the
0: NBA is-, is not as a, the NFL is more entertaining than the, the NBA. Yes. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But I am I am definitely a bigger basketball fan. Uh, just by the sport in general. I mean, I grew up playing basketball my entire life. I coach basketball. You know. I always said if you had to pick like a dream, dream, dream job, besides what we're doing now, uh, would be um, obviously talk about fantasy football, would be a dream job. But also, if I had to pick like like, like a long shot, dream job, be like a, like an NBA coach. I would love that to be an NBA coach. I mean, that's not happening any time in my, I think, in this lifetime for me, which is fine, you know.
1: But you, you never know. Maybe they write like a little Disney movie and then you're the coach, you know. I just, uh, DSPN 30 for 30. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Eric Spolscher was a video editor and he became a coach,
0: you know. Yeah. But what I'm just well, well. The point is whatever. I'm not doing anything really to pursue it, anyways. You know what I mean. So besides I coach uh, for my uh, local community, but that's about it. But the point is, is that it's uh, I'm more of a basketball general fan, but it, definitely football is second for me. It's always been. You know, I've always loved football. Um, but yeah. So week one is here. We had our our uh, last draft of the season for me last night. Yes, you ended up trading picks. Yeah, how that mean- happened? How would that conversation go down?
1: All right, so. Derek, shout out to Derek the Gambler. Um, He called me up and, you know, we just having some small talk. And then he's like, so you got the 12th pick and I have the 8th. I don't like the 8th. And I'm like, um, and, and then he offers, like, do you want to swap our whole entire picks? And I'm like, you know what, let me think about it. He's like, yeah, let me, uh, uh, you know, sit on it, you know, but let's do this now because I have to then prepare for, right, you know, selecting in the 12th. In, in the draft. In the eighth. And, and no, that's what he said. Oh, wait, he said and okay. then I'm like, all right, so I, I took a quick shower and then I did like a quick mock on the eighth, right? And I was like, you know what? I kind of like the eighth spot. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Boom. And he offered it. And then. Uh, I know. wish I would have had your eighth spot and I wish I would have had your opportunity in the eighth where not only did
0: you draft DeAndre Hopkins in the eighth, but Le'Veon Bell. I was so ecstatic. Hopkins fell to me in the eighth. I oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I was like, Hopkins? I'm like... But not no only brainer. did Hopkins fall to you in the eighth, Le'Veon Bell fell to you in the second.
1: In the second. And yeah. you still didn't take him? I didn't take him. Uh, I, I decided to go with James Conner there. I just I just like their offense better. Offensive line. I know I know where I'm getting there. You know, Le'Veon Bell has, you know, had a year off. I love Le'Veon Bell. He's one of my favorite players. He's uh, perhaps the best running back now, in this generation. But... You know, I already got some Le'Veon Bell shares. I just decided, you know what? Who I'm gonna i to go with James Conner. No, no, there. no. It's fine. I'm, I'm not, you know, don't get me wrong. I would have
0: 100% taken Le'Veon Bell there. It's fine. I get it. There are some people who rank Conner higher than Bell, so you're not like crazy in what you did. What I thought was crazy was the first wide receiver off the board was taken by our friend Nelson, was Odell. Which is another reason why Hopkins fell to you in the eighth. He took yeah. Odell like what, like fourth or fifth or something like in that, the right? Sixth, pick. In the, in six, the sixth,
1: sixth, where where DeAndre Hopkins should have went, should have went, or at least Davion uh, Bell, at least uh, in the seventh pick, uh, Hopkins should have fell there. But uh, Roland, Lex, they decided to go with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> so, but but no, but the point was this. The point was this. The thing was this. Is that is that
0: Odell would have more than likely fell in the second round to him. Yeah. More than likely. So he could have got a first-round pick in Le'Veon Bell and then still got his second-round pick. In. So if you look at his draft, it doesn't look like anything special happened because Le'Veon Bell falling that late in the second was kind of special. I, I haven't seen it all year long. Yeah, I've seen him going, for the most part, like top 10 Le'Veon Bell in every draft I've been doing. Yeah. So for him to fall all the way to the... Because I, I passed on him because I took Gurley. I didn't want to pair up Gurley... I took Gurley with the 10th overall pick because I haven't had any shares in him. A, I have 100% what i explained explained to you before before the show. Explain I would have 100% taken DeAndre Hopkins there with the 10th overall pick because he did fall to me at 10. And I would – not DeAndre Hopkins, excuse me, De, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Smeg, second running back, well, wide receiver overall. I would have took uh, Devontae Adams. But the thing is I know that I 100% would have had a top 10 wide receiver fall to me in the second round. Top 10 wide receiver fall to me. I didn't know if Gurley or Bell were going to fall to me in the second round. So I was like, I, cause I love a lot of run, running backs in the third round. I love Chris Carson, carry Johnson, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. I, I, I started growing on. So I was like, I like a, I like a lot of these, like, you know, like, you know, mid RB twos, high RB twos, you know, whatever in the second, in the third round, let me get myself. What could be an RB one could be possibly the best running back there because I have no shares in them. Let me take this chance. And then let me grab a top 10 wide receiver in the second round. That's the only reason I didn't take bell. Because I really wanted my top 10 wide receiver in the second round. That was my format. Even though Bell fell, I was like, man, I got to take advantage of this, right? And I was like, no, because then I'm going to go running back heavy because I love a lot of running backs in the third round. And I was like, I could have still went Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell with uh, David Montgomery as my flex, and then Brandon Cooks as my wide receiver one. That could have ended up happening. But I'm still happy with uh, Tyree Kill and Le'Veon and Todd Gurley.
1: So I swapped... Takes and uh, Derek, he ended up with Devonte Adams and Juju Smith-Schuster. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, as his uh, first oh pick no, that's and great. And, yeah, and I was hoping pick. Juju would have fell to me in the second round. Yeah, I, I was plan. I was planning to get girly mm. and then have one of the wide receivers fall to me. But you know, Hopkins was there. I I couldn't pass up on that. And that's I just went with Hopkins. And then on the turn, I you know obviously I wanted to go with a running back then,
0: but um. I just, I just know that, like, what I'm saying about with Nelson's situation is that he could have had something special if he didn't take Odell. What they ended up having, if you look at his draft, like, okay, so you took Bell first and then Odell second. Like, it's just ended up being a common draft. Yeah. Same thing with Lex. He took, you know, like Pat Mahomes first and then he could have had Le'Veon Bell too. I mean, but so whatever. It's like a, you know, they didn't take advantage, I think. It wasn't like an advantageous Yeah, thing some,
1: them. some you know, reach, it's their prerogative. They, of see, they see things differently, you know. Uh, that's why we uh, draft. Yeah. And yeah. you know, thinking about it now, the way how Brandon Cook still felt to me in the fourth. I probably should have took Le'Veon Bell in the second. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, Brandon Cooks. You had it. I was thinking about getting Brandon Cooks. I ended up going with Diggs. Cause you selected it was either Diggs or Woods. I'm now I'm looking. Diggs got a hamstring problem. I'm like, ah oh, man, I'm I kind of like hope hoping that's not gonna pan out the negative way for me. But uh yeah, uh, all in all, I I like I like my draft. I think I did pretty good. I uh, have a good uh, mixture of of running backs and wide receivers in my team now, and you know, ready to rock and
0: roll. See, I'm not see. There's another thing I'm not too mad about if you look at it this way because of the fact that uh, if I would have took if I would have took uh, Brandon Cooks as my wide receiver one, then I would have had the stack of Gurley, Bell. And David Montgomery, and then Brandon Cooks my wide receiver. Well, my wide receiver too would have ended up being somebody like Mike Williams, because I probably would have had to take somebody there in the fifth round. It would have probably seemed like Mike Williams or Calvin Ridley. Yeah, not too bad to have them as a wide receiver too. But the fact remains is that like I, I think I still did. You know, I, I think I had a more, I have a more balanced team in every position, which is and which is also why it gave me the confidence to grab Av- Evan Ingram in the sixth, because I had. Two very good wide receivers. I had two very good running backs, three very good running backs with Damian Williams as my flex, David Montgomery and Todd Gurley. So I got two good wide receivers, three good running backs. Let me balance it out by taking a very good tight end and Evan Ingram in the six. And I feel like I balanced myself out a lot right there. Yeah. You know? All right. So, so I'm overall, I'm a little indifferent about this draft, but I went a different approach. This is what we draft. You know, like I took, I started spreading the shares out. Like I had no shares of Todd Gurley. I had no shares of David Montgomery. I had no shares of Evan Ingram. I got all these guys now, you know? I had no shares of Brandon Cooks because it was between Cooks and Wood. I think Woods is going to end up being outplaying Brandon Cooks fantasy-wise, but I spread it out, you know? So I gave myself uh, more optimal chances to win in certain leagues, I felt, you know? Yeah. So let's move on. Let's talk all about what's coming up now, week one. Let's prepare everybody for week one to start off with tonight's game. Tonight's game. With the Packers versus the Bears. Did you ever see that... um, The Bears. Did you see that... uh, that funny thing with uh, where they bless Peyton Manning to become a Bears fan. No, I did not see. Oh, uh, it's 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 Norm. I forget. I forget his is 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 Norm McDonald. No, it's Norm from Cheers. I forget the actor's name.
1: The Norm guy, from Cheers, okay. the, Mr. Potato. No, no Cheers.
0: No. That's no, that, that that that's it. That's the mailman. That's not Norm. That's the oh yeah, guy that guy. is the
1: mailman. You're right. Um,
0: but it's, I forgot the guy's name. But anyways, Norm from Cheers, and then the other guy is uh Robert. Schmigel, I think. Robert Schmigel, He plays Triumph the Insult Comet Dog on Conan and does like he's like a funny writer. Anyways, but they they're the typical Bears fan with the Bears jersey and the mustache, and they're basically they dip his head in like beer and they baptize him. And when he comes up, outpay Manning comes out, he comes out with a mustache and the glasses. He's like, Packers suck. And he's like, the, Bear, <laughs> the Packers suck. He just comes out. But like it's it's I don't remember the whole skit, but yo, it's really funny. Just watch it. You can watch it on ESPN's Instagram, it's pretty funny. All right. So Packers versus the bears talking about this tonight. Okay. So obviously, uh, you know, a lot of starts and then some questionable sits here in this one, uh, I would definitely start David Montgomery. It looks like they didn't use him straight out. The gate He's going to be the main thing I love about Dave Montgomery. When I read now, I remember I was a little bit down on him in the beginning of the year, but seeing him a little more in preseason, reading him a lot more about him, t- you know, seeing what they're talking about him in camp. The fact that they sat him so much more during preseason even shows me more that they love him and they want to use him. Yeah. Uh, the, thing that the main thing that makes me most comfortable when I was looking more to David Montgomery that is that fact is like how much they tried with Jordan Howard. They tried so much with Jordan Howard. The first few weeks, they just gave him the opportunity, gave him the opportunity. They wanted to use him as a pass catcher. He was not a good pass catcher. David Montgomery seems to be an outstanding pass catcher. They seems like a guy that could do it all, like a three-down back.
1: So yeah, he looks like a three-down back, and it seems like he's going to take some of the the shares from uh, the snaps from uh, Tariq Cohen.
0: He's, it, there, is it, D- it is, Tariq
1: Cohen's still going to be
0: involved. He's still going to be involved, especially in the, on on like the, the third down situations and in the um, more of those uh, with game scripts where they have to keep moving the ball. But David Montgomery also seems to be a guy who could do a lot of pass catching. If David Montgomery, if, this is if, we don't know. This is why it was like a little bit risky to take him with a third round pick. But remember when I took him with a third round pick, I told you, I love on Johnson, Chris, jo- Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, and Dan Montgomery all in that order. But all the three other guys taken, so Dan Montgomery felt to me, so I took Dam Montgomery. Snipes. I got snipes. It's all right. But what um what if Dan Montgomery just shows that he could really be a great pass catcher and really be a true three down back, especially in his rookie season, Terry Cohen could possibly just really fizzle out. And I'm not talking about to a completely useless. I'm talking about to more like wide receiver three or I mean running back three or running back four in Fantasy-wise, you know what I mean? It, this is if David Montgomery really just takes advantage of the job because they gave Jordan Howard so much opportunities. But that's the thing that makes me feel a little more comfortable about David Montgomery because of the fact they gave Jordan Howard so much opportunities that they're going to keep giving David Montgomery. Him. And it was like week after week after week after week, multiple weeks
1: that they just kept trying with Jordan Howard, and he just wasn't getting it done. And yeah, he wasn't getting it done. Um, To me, he's like you could compare Jordan Howard's – um. Uh, time with the Bears is just like Lamar Miller with Houston. It just, uh, as far as efficiency is concerned, he wasn't as efficient. Okay. But he was, you know, he compiled numbers for you, right? He seems like a decent fantasy player, although he wasn't really efficient with the i I guess
0: like that, yeah, because like Lamar Miller had nobody else taking his job from him. like. Yeah. But Tariq Cohen was in threat of taking, you know, the but job. But that's
1: why Tariq Cohen last season shined, because he was highly efficient with each opportunity after, that he yeah, After three weeks because uh you know, after, after like the first three weeks, then that's when Tariq Cohen
0: started getting more involved because David Montgomery just wasn't getting it done. I mean sorry, Jordan Howard wasn't getting it done. Yeah. So Dave Montgomery is definitely a play here. Uh I get it and um you know, you definitely um play your other starters, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, uh Jimmy Graham went undrafted in a lot of leagues. Thank God. Don't touch Jimmy Graham. Stay away from Jimmy Graham. And if you're playing daily, don't play da- uh, Jimmy Graham. I don't mind Allen Robinson um as a daily play. He's, he's kind of
1: inexpensive. Uh I like Allen Robinson for this game. I don't the Packers I don't, defense is not the best.
0: The Packers defense is not the best, but I don't trust the Bears using uh Allen Robinson too much. You know what I mean? Uh Mitch Trubisky, I like a lot of other quarterbacks to play over him. There's a ton of other quarterbacks that could like to play over him, especially for week one. If you want to throw a shot at him in daily, I get it. He's also very inexpensive. You could, you know, spend a lot of your draft capital. I mean, a lot of that money on daily for somebody else for this week. But as far as week one goes, until we see a lot more from Mitch Trubisky, you know, if you have another starter to play, look to play another starter than Mitch Trubisky, if if you have a better one, which maybe you do, maybe you don't. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't play Jacoby Brissett over... Over, uh, Mr. Whiskey this week. Jacoby Brissett's going against the Chargers. I wouldn't play him over Mitch Trubisky this week.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But you know, it is first week. So but I would right. play Josh Allen over Mr. Whiskey. Josh Allen. Yeah. You play Josh Allen uh, over Mr. Trubisky this week. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll go with uh, Josh Trubisky Allen is here. shown to be a better fantasy quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. It's the first week; we're not gonna see the, the you know the defense uh, being no, sick no, no. Yet. But that's, that's why the f- offense this is just pretty much a crapshoot. But the what i
0: no, but of course, but what I'm saying for the week one, if I had on my if I had on my team between Josh Allen, Mitch Trubisky on my on my redraft team, I would play Josh Allen. Um, that's so, my recommendation. Is
1: there that. any sleepers, any flyers for this game? Yeah.
0: Uh I wouldn't really say any flyers, any sleepers really. I mean, nobody that's really unknown. Uh I would guess on the Packers side, you would be more of like Geronimo Allison. He was taking like the third over it. And uh there's gonna be, you know, the Bears defense is really, really good, but of course there's gonna be a lot of pressure. They're gonna be flying all over the ball. But Geronimo Allison being the third string running back on that team, I think he's like a sleeper and a little flyer because he's probably not played And I'm not saying play him in redraft league, especially for week one. Don't 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 go with a lot of risk. But this is why I'm saying about risk is that I was even considering about not playing Aaron Jones because of the fact that he's going against the Bears this week but nah, just play him. It's week 1, you got to play him. You got to play. Him. Uh this is this is scary because last year this is where the game where he got hurt where he went on his crazy run last year and then he was scoring like 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 you know like like all, on all, on all cylinders. he was scoring like a, like a ton of points like 26 and 32 or stuff like that. So then he got hurt when he played the Bears, and this is what hurt me because I had him in it was like semifinals and he scored me point eight points. So
1: I feel bad for you. I feel bad for
0: you, Flex. You 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 should. You should. Yeah. Like he went on a crazy like 32, 27, 18, 15, 19, and 0.8 against the Bears. So I mean, um I wouldn't say not play Aaron Jones because you spent enough of a high draft capital on him unless you have like a crazy different matchup. But uh Aaron Jones is definitely you know, he's, he's, I would say still playing. But it's week one. Just go with you know what you know. Uh, in this game, who I have winning, I have the Bears.
1: You have the Bears. Uh, a couple of sleepers or people that you should look out to. If you're doing you know deities, maybe a flyer. Right, just a flyer is uh, Adam Shaheen. Um, Tyler, um, what's his name? Trey Bur- Trey Burton might not play this game, so he's a, he might be the starter tight end, starting tight end for the Bears, and he might be a good flyer. Uh, as far as uh for season long uh fantasy uh Mike Davis look out for Mike Davis see how many snaps he gets for this game he might be someone that's going to be a part of this offense he was really uh he was really involved with the Seattle Seahawks he was very effective very efficient he's a player that you should look out to and see what you know what he does with his opportunities as well cuz he might be involved in this game i mean it, he's he might be involved not only in this game but for the whole season as well and who do I have for this game? Give me the Packers. I'm going to go with the offense here. You know, they're, they're getting three points. I know it's at in Chicago, but it is the first week. Uh, they have the over-under on this game, 46-and-a-half. Do you see it going over by any chance? Or uh, under? 46-and-a-half? Yeah. Under. You see it going under? I see it going under, too. And what's the spread? Minus three. So the Bears have to cover three points. I got the Bears covering the spread. I got the Bears winning and the under. All right, I have the Packers, and I have the
0: under as well. All right, Doggy, talk to me about the Panthers and the Rams.
1: All right, so for the Panthers versus the Rams, uh, the Rams are going going to play in Carolina. Panthers are getting getting three points. So so the Rams are f- actually the favorite in an away game, and the over-under is 50-and-a-half. I expect you to play everyone here. Obviously, you're playing the, the knowns, but – as far as uh, one in particular, you play all the Rams guys that you, you drafted. If you drafted any of them, you're playing them. You know, Gurley, for sure, you're playing. Uh, I don't mind you playing the quarterbacks. Uh, Cam Newton looks like he's healthy, so he's going to be playing. He's a go-to. Hey, DJ Moore, you should be playing him. You drafted him. He, he, you, you don't think he should be playing? No. You don't like G- DJ Moore here? No. The over-under is 50 and, 50 and a half. So Vegas itself are expecting a lot of points in this game. Yeah, no. I like DJ Moore. I'll tell you guys to select and, and play uh, DJ Moore. I'm saying find something better if you can you No, know, he's a DJ good wide Moore. receiver three with upside.
0: I'm saying you can find something better than DJ Moore.
1: All right. So McCaffrey, of course. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton, of course. So you're not you're not you don't you don't want to play none of the wide receivers for the Panthers? No. None. None. How about Greg Olson? No. So so Cam it's pretty much uh Christian McCaffrey and that's it. So, so you got so you got the Panthers losing this game Oh yeah Alright so it's a blowout Oh yeah No I wouldn't say blowout But I got the Panthers losing in a major way Interesting So like I have I do have the Rams winning this game But you know there there is 50 and a half points So you're saying it's going to be a blowout The Rams are going to be the one that's going to be killing it So in dailies I'm, You should be buying all shares of the Rams In this game According to you This is how you're feeling
0: um, not buying all shares in daily because I'm sure that they're there's uh they're still gonna be kinda costly or kinda high for some of them. Like I wouldn't buy a share in like Cooper Cup, I would I wouldn't buy a share. I would buy a share in Robert Woods, I would buy a share in Todd Gurley. Uh yeah,
1: but I wouldn't buy a share like pretty much in anywhere else for the most part. Uh well besides that, uh definitely look at who is also getting the snaps in the running back position besides Todd Gurley. If it's Malcolm Brown. Or if it's uh, Darrell Henderson, you know it, this might tell. It might be a telltale for the whole season. You know there might be some guys that are, you know these guys that are still uh, available in the waiver wire. I suggest if they are, scoop them up. Scoop one of them up and just see what happens. If they end up playing and they shine, you know if you know if you feel like they're going to blow out the Panthers, and you know they end up utilizing one of these guys. you know, you you might have this guy that you don't have to worry about picking up in the waiver wire. I agree. So you got the Rams winning. Of course, I got the Rams as well. I got the under also. Yeah, You you have the under? I have the under as well. And I got the Rams covering the spread. All right.
0: Move All right, on. so moving on to the Redskins and the Eagles. Now this is a game. Now the Eagles is a good defense that I got. I didn't really recommend too much to take. Uh, I have to look at more more into the schedule. I like the Eagles a lot. To be drafted, so uh, definitely if you're playing daily, definitely a good uh, defense this week to play for the Eagles. Um, it's not a tough matchup for them. They still got a very good defense. They got an explosive offense. The Eagles are going to win this one. Uh, Eagles players, all cylinders. I'm good with it. I'm good with Miles Sanders. The most interesting thing thing to definitely watch is how Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard are used, especially with all the trade talks about Jordan Howard and Melvin Gordon. Um, that's really interesting to see about how much he's going to be used. Maybe they might use Jordan Howard a little bit more to maybe further entice or to like, you know, intrigue the chargers to accept the trade a little more about, um, about trading away from Melvin Gordon, so I like the, you know, I'm not saying I like the Jordan Howard play, but it's something definitely to watch. Uh, still like the Miles Sanders play. You know, the defense of the Washington Redskins are not like the worst defense in the world, and not like, you know, something you know, nothing to sneeze at. It's just uh, but still, I wouldn't play them here. It's a really high powered offense with the Eagles. All of the Eagles players are go. You could you could play Alshon Jeffries. You could play Deshaun Jackson. Everybody's a go for when it comes to the Eagles. If Deshaun Jackson does suit up, it looks like he will. Uh, with the Redskins, it's really hard to recommend anybody. The only person I would recommend playing, and I would go with it, go ahead, but they also have a good defense, it's tough, is Darius Geis. I would try to find something better. This is, weird. this is the thing with Darius Geis. There's a lot of players I like over Darius Geis, but there's a lot of players that I like Darius Geis better than. You know what I mean? Like, he's in the middle of it. There's players I like more than him. The players I don't like as much as him. So, if you have a better option, Darius Geis, you go with it. Um, Like, I would play... Like I'm still like it's a little touchy about like Darius guys and Austin Eckler. I probably maybe would still go with Austin Eckler, but he's going to split 50-50 Austin Eckler with just with just with Justin Jackson. So I might even consider Darius guys over Austin Eckler this week because he's also going against the Colts, the Colts, uh, the Chargers, and that's also very good defense. You know, you got Leonard over there is going to just like like steamroll them. So it's it's. There's still some iffy things, like you know what I mean. Like I'd rather play Matt Breida over Darius Geis because they're going against the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers
1: don't have that great of a defense, so it's a little. And top- and and the, and the Niners throw through mm-hmm. their running backs too, so there's definitely going to be points there. Well, that's
0: going to go more than Seven Coleman. So I, but I would play Darius Geis over Seven Coleman right now, as of right now. So it's like it's a little indifferent about Darius. Yeah, Geis. as
1: far as so the Redskins side, only player that. You should even think about his guys. this guys. That's it. No one else. Nobody else. Uh, you can look and see uh, which wideout gets the opportunities. You know, if it's uh, McLaurin, right, the rookie, or uh, the second year wide receiver. I would probably play
0: Darius Guys over there in Singletary this week.
1: Oh, really? I probably would. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And um, you know, if you feel like the the Eagles are gonna steamroll over the Redskins, Chris Thompson, he might be a good daily pickup. Yeah. Uh, it might be a good day to pick up. Because no, if the, if you're talking about a negative uh, game script, he's going to be uh, at least getting opportunities in the PPR points and getting you know, receptions. So he's one to consider if you really think that the Eagles are going to steamroll the Redskins and the, and the Redskins are going to be playing from behind. Chris Thompson should be involved. He has shown that he could give you points. As far as the Eagles, yeah. You, uh, I'll, I'll play uh, Miles Sanders. I'll play, jo- I'll play Jordan Howard as a RB3, you know uh alshon jeffrey obviously you're gonna play Ertz. i'll look at the type of formation the eagles are putting out there if they're doing two tight end sets that'll be very interesting because then dallas goddard could be a valuable asset in season leagues you know and also jj or sega wide see how many snaps he gets uh it'll be interesting if he ends up playing as a wide receiver too there might be an opportunity where he grows and increase. uh in 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 this offense and gets more more shares so those are those are players that i say look out and you know and and, and see what happens i do like the eagles in this game though yeah i got the eagles winning They're nine and a half points uh negative minus nine and a half so they have to cover by 10 points and uh the over under is 46
0: i got the eagles winning i got the eagles covering and i got the over
1: I got the under in this game, and I got the Eagles covering as well. I got the over with the Eagles covering. Them. All right. Talk to me about the Bills and the Jets. The Bills and the Jets. Uh, the Jets are favored by three points and the over-under is 40, so they're not expecting that many points. Bills have a good defense, so be wary. Uh, Sam Darnold, I'm not starting whatsoever. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> J- Jamison Crowder, he might be a player that you could definitely start as your wide receiver, three flex you're definitely going to be starting Le'Veon Bell here. As far as uh anyone else, uh, I'm not going to be touching, you know, uh Robbie Anderson. He's still linger, you know, he still has an injury that that he's lingering. Uh so the only offensive players here is Le'Veon Bell, Jameson Crowder for the Jets side. The Bills, well, you know, you mentioned Devin Singletary. He might be an opportunity, you know, a player they could play. Frank Gore if you're in a deep 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 league, you could play him. Uh and that's about it. Uh, I, I would like to see what Josh Allen does with this new wide receiving core and see how he performs against the Jets. This is a tough game to call. Uh, I, I I like uh, I have to give it, to, I guess, to the Jets in this game. You know, they're playing home. I, I have the Jets covering the three points. But I definitely could see that how this could be an under. So I got the under and the Jets. Any thoughts on any players you like in this game? Well, it's another thing, like I said, is that uh, this, um, he's definitely, definitely
0: uh, a good defense to the Bills. The Bills definitely have a good defense. I know uh, they have like defensive coordinators there that used to work with the Carolina Panthers also. The Carolina Panthers at that point was also like top 10 in like everything, like reception, sacks, everything. They added uh, Ed Oliver also to the Bills defense. The Bills defense is somebody that I really liked that I took in our league last year. Um, I don't think they were like the toughest of divisions, so uh, you're definitely playing everybody from the Jets. Like I said, you know, like you said, you're playing Le'Veon Bell. You're not Sam Darnold, though. You're playing Robbie Addison. So he's going to play. He's still going to be involved. But the Bills still do have a very good defense. So I would tamper expectations a little bit, especially for the start of Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is Le'Veon Bell, but we'll see how it goes. And we get Adam Gase offense. For the Bills, uh, even though I, you know, I do say I will play Darius guys over Devin Singletary, but Devin Singletary is still a good play here. Last year, the Jets' defense was not that great as far as run stopping goes. I mean, they know they beefed it up a little bit. Uh, it should be improving, but Devin Singletary is still a decent flex play here, possibly, but more of a daily play I like better. Um, I'm sure there's other options that you have over Devin Singletary, but uh, Josh Allen I also don't mind here. I don't, I didn't mind him at all. I didn't mind him being drafted. He went undrafted in a lot of leagues. I don't mind Josh Allen right here. Uh, and you know, John Brown. I'm sure there's a lot of other players playing with John Brown, but I think it's somebody I want to watch. Cause I took a lot of shares in John Brown a lot of leagues, um, so something I'll definitely watch for.
1: Yeah, I do like Josh, uh, John Brown, and but I, I won't start him. This no, this I wouldn't week. start. Him this I, I would I like, like to see what you know Josh Allen does with his new wide receivers and see what you know what uh, you know what he could do with the opportunities and see where he could take them. I got the Jets one in this game. Me too. All right, what's well, the over under in the uh, spreads? So the Jets are favored by three. So it's minus three. They need to cover the three, and the over under is 40. Yeah, I got the Jets covering, and I got the uh, under it's a lot it's not that many points 40 points is very little no i got but the under. I got, two, I got the under two
0: all right so uh let's talk about the vikings and the falcons real quick uh we still got a lot of games to cover not that much time to cover them all so let's try to get through it as much as we can uh the vikings and the falcons this is also a pretty good high offense game but also with a pretty solid defense with the vikings having the better defense of the two with the vikings you play all your usuals you play your dalvin cook because you spent that high draft capital on them you play Stephon Diggs. You play Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is somebody I'm going to be very interested to watch because it's true what you mentioned before with John D. Filippo as the ho- as the offensive coordinator for the Vikings before. Before they let him go, when Adam Thielen was killing, he was killing and firing all cylinders. Then they let him go, and then he didn't do so well anymore. So yep. uh, that's when he started to drop. So Adam Thielen is somebody definitely to watch out for. Diggs may be the one that really, really takes over for this new uh, offensive coordinator's and his uh, game script. So. I still don't mind Kirk Cousins here. Like I said, they're going against the Falcons, which is uh, not a great defense. Let's be real. Not that great of a defense. Nothing but you really scared about. It. They got a lot of good defensive players on that team, but nothing that really worries you or scares you. They, they,
1: they lost a lot of players last season yeah. as far as injuries are concerned, and they're all back healthy. So we got to see. But this is the first week you're talking about the Vikings, who have a lot of weapons. And, you know, Vegas has this at, at 47.5. So. Th- they expect yeah, some I, 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 expect,
0: I expect a lot of high offense I mean the Vikings defense is very good It's still a little scary when you go against the Falcons When you go against guys like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones Devontae uh, Freeman And um, Calvin Ridley Austin
1: Hooper it's they a got, scary, scary
0: offense to go against. So if you have a better streaming defense for the week, I would look at somebody else. Like I would look at somebody else like the Chiefs defense for the week. I would even look I would even probably maybe even look at the Cardinals defense, you know, going against the Lions. I'm not crazy about the Cardinals. Or the Jets, Bills. The Jets and the Bills, one of those defenses. Uh, you know, Eagles. Even the Broncos got a good matchup this week against the Oakland Raiders. So if you have a different defense to stream for the week, that's possible. If you have somebody else you could drop. I'm not saying drop the Vikings defense, but if you have a different defense to drop to use for week one, that's not so bad there. Uh, besides that, everybody else is a play. Everybody else is a go. Not really looking at any uh, sneaky thing. If you have anybody from the Vikings you drafted, even if it's Kyle Rudolph as your tight end, play him. If you drafted him as your tight end too, don't play
1: him. Uh, uh, play him. You mentioned Kyle Rudolph, but I'm interested to see how the rookie. I know rookie tight ends is you know takes a long time to develop, but... They seem to be utilizing Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, don't play him though. No, no, not don't play I'm not saying play him. Just don't play him, right? Of course, don't play him. But definitely monitor how they're utilizing Irv Smith Jr. He might be an asset for this offense. A little wrinkle into the playbook for for them for this whole season. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, obviously, you know, he's been a decent tight end for his career, you know, but Irv Smith Jr. he's a different type of animal, and they might be utilizing not on the tight end, maybe like a uh, jumbo out. you know how they how the Giants utilize uh, Evan Ingram in you know in his rookie season. Uh, so definitely monitor that. Uh, Is interested to see, and also see how they're utilizing their backup running backs, Alexander Ma- Alexander Madison or Mike Boone. See if they're being utilized, and how many snaps they're getting as well. Uh, I got the uh, Falcons actually winning this game. Uh, give me give me the Vikings here at home. They got I like their defense better, and yeah, they got minus four, so I, I see them covering the four points. And I got the over. I got the Falcons winning, obviously cutting the spread, and I got the over as well. Right. Talk to me quickly about the Ravens and Dolphins. Ravens play the defense. That's the number one. <laughs> play the played the Ravens defense. That's priority the one that's going to score the most points. Even though the Ravens,
0: I think we're out, we're over exaggerated when they came in the draft cuz they lost a ton of players on their defense, a ton. They lost so many players on their defense that made them the, you know, elite defense that they were last year. But yeah, it's but good uh, play this week.
1: Lamar Jackson, I love in this game, i uh, are definitely going to be playing Mark Ingram. You, any any off any running back backs for the Ravens, I will be playing. Except yeah. Justice Hill. No, nah, yeah, Justice Hill, so you don't play. You gotta wait. But yeah. I, I definitely see Lamar Jackson, you know, scoring a lot of points here and uh Mark Ingram. As far as the Dolphins, uh, I don't I don't see anyone that I really like in the Dolphins side. I don't really like uh, to play anybody from the Dolphins. I wouldn't even play Kenyon Drake. Albert I wouldn't Wilson, play you know, I wouldn't D even athletes. play him. I wouldn't play him. I wouldn't play him. Kenyon Drake seems like he's gonna get a full time share. or will you give an opportunity with Kenyon Drake? No, I wouldn't even play him. Wow. I, I would say. so you would stay away from all Dolphins players. I would stay away from all Dolphins players this week. All right, interesting. So, we got, I got the Ravens winning minus six and a half. Some so. people may
0: be forced to play Kenyon Drake. I think maybe, but like I would rather play like Latavius Murray over Kenyon Drake. I would rather play David Singletary. You know what I mean? I, I would rather play Justin Jackson even. Um, what about Kellen Bilodeau? I rather play Justin Jackson over both of them for this week. All right, all right. Not until I see enough what they develop.
1: Yeah, you got to see their offense first. They, yeah. they're,
0: they're, and they're going they're right. against. They're going. I mean, granted, they lost a lot of players on the defense. The Ravens is still good defense, though. Yeah, the know, Dolphins are know. projected
1: to be the worst team in the league right now. Yeah, they. Yeah, as they, sh- yeah, as they, they, they should. They just be. lost. They just lost Tunsil, their 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 offensive of, uh, back. I mean, the offensive lineman, the left tackle. They lost they Kenny did. Stills. Kenny Stills. Well, they, they didn't lose them. They traded. Well, they're in full they rebuild mode, you know? Yeah, they're rebuild mode. Uh, Dolphins, yeah, they're projected to be one of the worst teams or yeah. the worst team. Yeah, I think they're gonna be the worst team this year. So if we have any shares of any Dolphins players, definitely don't start them this no. this week.
0: Uh so Ravens, we both got
1: winning. Yep. Covering yeah. the, we both got six and a half. the half Yeah. And what's the over under? Thirty thirty seven and a half. I got the over. Yeah, I got the over on that one. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Chiefs, Jaguars, very interesting team. Very, very good offense. Possibly the best offense in the NFL going against the, the Jaguars, which is a top defense in the NFL, especially with the rookie Josh Allen, who I really wish the Giants would have picked, even though Daniel Jones looks good. Still, at this point, I still wish Daniel, um, Josh Allen was the pick. Um, Jaguars, as far as Jaguars, of course, you know, you play uh, Leonard Fournette. You spend that high draft for capital on him. You play Leonard Fournette. Alpha Blue, we know, is no longer the backup now for there, since he got on the IR. I mean, he's done for the season. Uh, So that other guy, Raquel Armstrong, Uh, Armstead, Armstead, whatever. He's going to be the main backup. So if you're looking for your Fournette handcuff, he should still be on your waiver wire. I would try to get him now because possibly right now when it comes to your leagues, he might be a free agent at the moment. Look to get him now if you have Leonard Fournette because uh, if Leonard Fournette gets hurt in this game and then he takes over... Then boom, you know, you already got your starting. You know that he already got probably one of the best wave, wave wire pickups for week one, possibly. Especially if Fournette gets hurt, which is always the scary thing about injuries. So uh with Leonard Fournette, um, DD Westbrook, I do like in his game. I'm actually even considering playing D.D. Westbrook over the guys going against him, which is Damian Williams. I'm considering it. I more than likely won't do it. But D.D. Westbrook, they're talking about that connection that he has with Nick Foles and the way Nick Foles throws to the slot. I'm telling you, there's a lot of sleeper talk about D.D. Westbrook for him this year. I like D.D. Westbrook. I've unfortunately only got him in one league. So if you want to play D.D. Westbrook this year, depending on who you're playing him over, if you want to play him as a flex, I'm not mad about that. I get it. I really do get it. So I'm not mad about it. Uh, Chiefs defense is not a bad defense to play because the Jaguars offense doesn't seem to be that good outside of Fournette and Westbrook. But... They're also not the greatest defense in the world. They didn't improve a bit, but they're not like the best either. But I do like uh anybody from the Chargers, obviously. You still I don't care if you're going against the Jaguars. You know, Damian Williams, anyone from the Chiefs. Chiefs, excuse yeah. me. Sorry, sorry, I think I'm saying Chargers. Excuse me, pardon me. Uh I'm making a lot of mistakes this morning. Anybody from the Chiefs, uh, I still like to play, you know, um, Pat Mahomes, obviously, you're not going to not play Pat Mahomes. Well,
1: yeah, if you select them in the first round, you're definitely going to be starting. <laughs> but you know, last season, right, the Chiefs beat the Jaguars 30-14 to 14 mm-hmm. at home. Do you know Pat Mahomes' stat line? No. He went 22 for 38, 313 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions.
0: Yeah, no, no. He he's there's still a really good defense, the Jaguars. Say what you want about him. And even though last year they took a huge regression, they're still a very, very good defense. But um the reason I didn't even I didn't even spend the draft capital on the Jaguars, because I knew I didn't want to plead them, play them week one.
1: Yeah, week one against the Chiefs. But also That's why re- I didn't
0: spend that draft cap that, that like, you know, tenth, eleventh round pick on the Jaguars last night or like on any other thing. I mean, he fell they fell a little more. I think they fell to the twelfth round, but I still didn't pick them because of the fact that, you know, I didn't want to play them week one at all. So uh, but still, the Chiefs, everybody could play. You know, uh, Tyree kills a go. Pat Mahomes a go. Travis Kelsey's a go. Obviously, these plays a go. Devin Williams, De- Damian Williams is still a go. So, uh, you know, there's not much to read into this game. It's just going to be interesting to watch. I mean, obviously, it's going to be, you know, you're going to see your LaShawn McCoy get more than five sh- touches, you know what I mean, which I don't think he will. But uh, it's going to be, you know, interesting to see. I It's definitely going to be a committee there running back-wise. I just don't think, at least for this first week. So... Uh, yeah, everybody's it's kind of like a cut through, you know, kind of dry out there. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of clear. I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh, in this game, you know, Vegas has this game very close. You know, with the Chiefs having a high power offense, they're, they're only giving the Chiefs minus three and a half, you know, in this game. <clears> it's a away game. So it's like a six and a half point swing. I, I like Jaguars at home with three and a half points. Give me the Jaguars. Give Here me the Chiefs. And I'll take the under 52 what? points.
0: Give me the Chiefs, give me the under, and the Chiefs covering. All right, talk to me about yeah. the Titans and the Browns.
1: The Titans and the Browns, uh, you're talking about the Browns getting f- their favorite by five and a half points, over under is 45 and a half. Over here, you're definitely going to be playing Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, you, if you draft him, you have to play him, right? Um, as far as uh, the running backs, of course, Nick Chubb. You got to start Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb here. Tennessee's t- Tennessee Titans do have a good defense, but you have to play. You have to play Nick Chubb here. Uh, as far as on the Tennessee Titans side, you know you got Derrick Henry. Uh, I, I, he's on my like, do not draft list, but you know if you drafted him, you, you, you play him. I don't like the quarterbacks. You know I don't. I, you got to see what they do. And uh, as far as the wide receivers, eh, I, I'm I'm not too fond. I think I'd rather start Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry over any of the wide receivers there. Maybe, maybe Adam Humphries, Maybe Adam Humphreys. I'm not really looking superflex. to start
0: any of the Titans really this week. I'm not really looking at that, especially, you know, you got uh, Ward over there for the, you know, very good uh, running quarterback for
1: the Browns. I'm not looking to start any of the
0: Titans this week.
1: No, that's why I feel like Adam Humphries might be the guy that you start because he's going to be the one that's going to compile the points.
0: If you got to start Adam Humphries for a redraft, like for your for your, you know, your redraft, it's it's come on. How bad of a draft did you have? (laughs) Well, there's some people with that. Yeah, come on. Um, For week one. I mean, week one, we know we just play the players we drafted and we kind of see how it goes from there for week one. Uh, because then later on throughout the week, you can start making your smarter choices. Because obviously, like, you know, there's always a new defense that emerges as a favorite that emerges out of nowhere to be a stud. And, and so everything starts changing. But week one, if you have to play Adam Humphries, I I feel bad for
1: you for the rest of the year. Come on. Uh, he might he might be a good daily play, though. No. You don't like him daily? No. All right. But anyway. Uh, yeah, for the Browns, you, st- you start out all of them, even your tight end, you know. Yoku, you starting, right? Huh? You starting Yoku? If he's my tight end one, yeah. Yeah, and uh, give me, give me, you know what? Give me the Titans here, I'm five
0: take, and a half. I'm taking the Browns. Then they're not going to, the Titans are going to win. The Browns are going to win, but they're not going to cover the spread. All right,
1: so you want Tennessee then, five and a half. I want the Browns to win the game, yeah. but Tennessee to cover the spread. All right, so you got Tennessee covering the spread. I got Yes, yeah, I yeah, got yes. Yeah, yeah, no. You, I don't want
0: to make it cuz some people don't just bet the spread. Some people bet just to who's going to win, you know? Like all right, right, the right. Browns are going to win the game, but Tennessee's going to cover the spread because the Browns are not going to win by more than 5. All right. And what's the over under? 45 and a half. Under. Under? Actually no, give me the over. Over? Yeah, give me the over. I got the under. All right, Colts and Chargers over here. Uh, once again, which would, would have been a very high-powered offense with, Jacob, with uh, Andrew Luck is now led by Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is still a good quarterback. He is not just a, you know, pushover quarterback that you could just forget about and think nothing of and not be worried about. He's still a very good quarterback. Is he an elite? Is he somebody that's draftable? Is he, like, way better than Andy Dalton? Not way better, but he's good. You know what I mean? Um Still play – I'm still – you know, the thing that's scary most about the Chargers defense, that's one thing I really want to watch. They have a very good defense, but the thing is they lost uh, Derwin James, who was a very strong safety for them. So they lost him. So that's why it makes it more interesting to see about how much better this Chargers defense could actually still be. <clears throat> with the Colts, you're still playing Marlon Mack. Uh, I like Niamh Himes' this game. I really do because I feel like the Chargers offense is really still that good. That's why I still love Phillip Rivers, even though with the Melvin Gordon situation – you know, he still got Mike Williams. Between Mike Williams and Terrell Williams last year, they were both getting a ton of touchdowns. So you still now it's gonna it's gonna be easier. We well, got Mike Williams, you got Keenan Allen, you still got Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson, who could both be great pass catchers. He's still a very really strong offense, but they were the Chargers. So I actually do like Neon Hines' game to play kind of like the game script is gonna probably work with the Colts have to kind of rush the ball a little more. They have to, you know, him using a third down back game script to play catch up. I like them using Neon Hines. So Neon Hines for me is kind of a sleeper in this matchup. Um, but you still play Marlon Mack. You still play T.Y. Hilton. Just watch how the other wide receivers are being used. I wouldn't play Devin Funchess, and I wouldn't play Paris Campbell this week at all, but watch how they're being used. That's something to look for. That's something to keep an eye on because Jacoby Resfett spreads the ball a lot more than Andrew Luck, a lot more than Andrew Luck. So it's always good to keep an eye on them and to see how much he's spreading the ball and who's getting the favorite target shares in this, that, and third. But T.Y. Hilton's a play. Marlon Mack is a play. Um... And Jacoby Brissett, not so much, but uh Neam Hines is a sleeper for me. And the charges also everything's a go. <laughs> Justin Jackson is a big sleeper here for me because he was going late, late. He was like one of my like third or second to last round picks. So some plays some leagues even went undrafted. There is going to be a 50 50 split between him and Austin Eckler. There's going to be an even split. <laughs> there
1: Austin yep, Eckler yep. is
0: going to underperform from where you drafted him. And D- Justin Jackson is going to overperform from where you drafted him, because Austin Eckler is a hundred percent going to split with Justin Jackson. So, if you have Justin Jackson, I wouldn't really play him this week. I'm saying, but it's just if you also have Austin Eckler, I wouldn't even be crazy about playing him this week. I'm not crazy about it because they're going against a good defense with the Colts. I'll play them. I'm no, I'm just saying, like if you have Justin Jackson, I'm, that means that more than likely you took another running back to play over him. If you have Austin Eckler, you probably took him
1: as your flex. You know if, what I mean? If you went a zero RB approach, then yeah. Uh, and Justin Jackson is what, like the RB three. No, no, but you
0: know. no, no. no. There's no Most, yeah. More Justin Jackson probably went undrafted in a lot of leagues. A lot of leagues, yeah. What yeah. I'm saying is if you have Justin Jackson, it means you more than likely took another running back to play over him 100%. If you took Austin Eckler, you possibly took Austin Eckler to be like a flex running back. Yes, I'm worried about that because of the fact that Austin Eckler is 100 percent going to split with Justin Jackson. So you're yep. going to watch that. So I just be tamper your expectations for Austin Eckler and watch Justin Jackson overform this week. I like Justin Jackson a lot more in daily. He's going to put out the same amount of production as Austin Eckler, could possibly put up more fantasy points and cost way less than Austin Eckler. That is true. So uh, I like Justin Jackson's week as very much as a daily play. Everybody else on the Chargers is definitely a go. Uh, what's the over under and everything for this game? Forty
1: three and a half is the over under. The spread is minus six and a half. Give me the Colts with the six and a half, and I like the over on this game. Is the Colts going to win also. Um, the Colts, no, they're not going to win. But See,
0: we got we want to do that. I want to talk about when we're going to win and spreads. <laughs> all right. All well,
1: I I got the Chargers winning, but I got the Colts uh, covering. There all, you right, go, all
0: right. I got the Chargers winning, Colts covering, and I got the uh the under. You got the under. All right, so talk about the Bengals and the the Seahawks.
1: Bengals, Seahawks over here, you got to start Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson here. Uh, I'll look into how they're using Rashad Penny. I think he's going to get a good amount of uh, snaps in in this game. As far as in the Cincinnati Bengals side, they're definitely going to be starting Tyler Boyd, Joel Mixon, and that's about it. Uh, there's no one else that I'll be touching in the in in that side of of yeah. No, the I Bengals wouldn't either. I would, I would
0: look how to use the other wide receivers and see which other wide receiver may stand up in the absence of AJ Green. But that's about it. I wouldn't play anybody but, but Joe Mixon or Tyler Boyd 100. percent
1: Yeah. So and uh, would you play the Seattle Seahawks defense here?
0: I would. I would. I I, I don't I don't mind them as a defense, especially now they got Clowney there over there. Yeah. yeah, I I wouldn't mind the uh, Seahawks as a play for this week either.
1: Yeah, they're playing at home. It's yeah, Vegas. Sees sees the Seahawks are totally dominating this game. They're giving them a, they they're getting uh they're favored by nine and a half points, you know, and the over under is forty four. It's a lot of points.
0: Yeah, no, I got I got the I'll take the over, I'll take the Seahawks winning, but I got the Bengals covering the spread. So you are gonna so I think the Seahawks are gonna win the game, but the Bengals are gonna cover the spread.
1: I I I'm I'm with you there. And as far as I got the over. You got the over? Yeah. Yeah, give me the overage as well. All right, Forty
0: Nine ers and the Buccaneers. Uh, another game which is not really too much to look at. I mean, the best, the biggest thing to look at, the biggest thing to look at in this game is which wide receiver emerges as the Week One favorite target. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be Marquise Goodwin. I took Dante Pettis in like the tenth round. They won in my league.
1: Take Debo. Take Debo, guys. Take Debo.
0: Um, <laughs> no, but anybody of these guys could emerge. Yeah. Jalen Hurd, Debo Samuels, Marquise Goodwin, Dante Pettis. Any one of these guys could emerge as a favorite target over there in a Kyle Shanahan offense. And it's good to have any of these guys in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Uh, so it's just... um.
1: Yeah, so over here, any of these wide receivers for the Niners are on the waiver wire. You should pick them up now. And I want to say you should. I-, I think... W- Listen, it, at the end is you, you got to see who ends up being the main target. Like you said, right? Yeah. It, 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 in the preseason, no one has definitely uh, sh- came up and, sh- and said that they're going to be the wide receiver one,
0: right? The favorites to win are Dante
1: Pettis, Dante Pettis, Goodwin, Marquis Goodwin, but Debo has you know showed right, right. showed that he might have the potential to you know take over that role. So listen, why not take some Debo shares now before they become costly next week? That's where I'm trying to get to, you know? Like, might as well just g- grab these guys before they become costly next week and see what happens. At the end of the day, this is pretty much a roster spot that you have that you, 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 could, you could afford to burn, you know? Why not hold on to this and see if this stock rises? If not, you could just drop them and get someone else, you know? That's how I look at it, especially with the Niners. The Niners, last season, they were, mid- they were mid-level offensive uh, team. They were ranked 15. Without Jimmy Garoppolo, just
0: just got this breaking news. Uh, Antonio Brown and GM Mike May- uh, Mayock, Mayock got into it on Wednesday. The team is now planning to suspend its star wide receiver. <laughs> oh man, I the don't team. have no
1: Antonio Brown stock.
0: I got what a it. headache. I, I have Antonio Brown stock. Oh, what a headache! I got Antonio Brown stock. Such a headache. Man. And I gotta post this right now. And it's a good time to tell you to follow us on BF at BFB Podcast. On Twitter, on Instagram, follow us at BFB Podcast, uh, and then always follow us there. The Steelers are so happy that they got rid of him, and it must be. Does not get too much into that because we, we, we got to talk too much about. Like, we just, at, he's anyways, not suspended yet; he's and, being planted on me. Anyway, suspended.
1: also look out on the other side, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who see who else is getting into the snaps there in the wide rec- uh, as far as wide receivers? Uh, you know, deep. I'm, I'm I'm looking deep, deep, maybe Dynasty as well as as, as well as deep. Justin Watson is a guy that you should look into. Uh, obviously, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, they've already been selected. OJ Howard, those guys are a must start. This is going to be a game that I feel is going to go over. This, uh, Vegas has it at 50 points. They have Buccaneers as minus one, the favorite by just one point. I definitely see where, <sighs> you know, it might be the Buccaneers winning this game. But you, you start all all players in this game. The only ones that I'll say look out for is I. Mean, you could even start Peyton Barber in this game. You mm. won't start Peyton Barber. You could start. Him. You could start Peyton Barber. You could start Peyton Bar- Barber. I won't start um, Ronald Jones at all. But uh, I, that's one position that you should monitor and see who's getting the snaps in the running back position for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. See who's getting it. Is it Ronald Jones? Is it Peyton Barber? Is it the other guy, uh, Ogubawe I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Dali. I'm going to call him Dali. Dali. Dari. Dari, uh, right? Is it Dari? D-A-R-E? Yeah. All right, Dari. So see see who's getting the snaps. See who who's getting a good amount because they might be the one that's going to uh, surface as the starting running back uh, for that Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kevin office. Coleman
0: and uh, Matt Breed are so good
1: pl- uh, plays to make. Oh, it. no, yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, all offensive players in the Niners are, are good. You know, uh, you could take a chance with uh, a flyer with Marquise Goodwin. You know, you know. Obviously, you're gonna start. Uh, you're gonna start. What's what's the other wide receiver's name? Guy's <laughs> name. Why I forgot his name. Why I'm blacking out. On what team? The 49ers? The Niners. Dante Pettis? Dante Pettis. You definitely start Dante Pettis. You, I wouldn't Kitt- say George definitely Kittle. start
0: Dante Pettis. George no, Kittle, was... you definitely start. You don't definitely start Dante the, Pettis. He's been dropping Buc- so
1: much. The Buccaneers all, defense sucks.
0: But he's dropped so much that like I'm gonna have to probably start him now because I have him in my league where I'm having have Antonio Brown. If he gets suspended, then I'm gonna have to play
1: Dante Pettis. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh I got the Buccaneers actually winning this game. I got the Bucs, I got the over. What's the over under? Uh, minus one point It's minus one So it's as it a negative one What's the over under I said Oh over under is 50 Sorry
0: 50 I got the Buccaneers winning And I got uh, Under I got the over Alright Doug uh, Talk to me Doggy About our Cowboys And our Giants game
1: Man I'm a Giants fan But Give me the Cowboys here Cowboys are definitely Going to be winning This game Um they're 45 and a half over under with a minus seven. I got the Cowboys covering the minus seven. He's definitely starting Ezekiel Elliott, he, Tony Pollard. You could start him. You could start him. I think he's going to get a
0: couple of shares since they're getting, they, they want to, they protect their investment they want to you know get him back into his reps get him more into comfortable he's you know hasn't joined the practice field in forever so they're definitely going to uh
1: use Tony Pollard this game Dak Prescott Amari Cooper Ezekiel Elliott Tony Pollard those are starts as far as the Giants side you're definitely gonna start Saquon Barkley Evan Ingram Evan Ingram and um Shep if you got Shepard that's it. if he's part of your starting lineup I mean yeah. it, you might have better he options might be a flex play
0: you might have better options than him there. It depends how you went, but, you know, if you have him in starting lineup, I get it. But I would and I, like I co- would try to look for over, uh, other options at the wide receiver than Sterling Shepard. And I like the Cowboys defense in this game. Cowboys defense is good, but I'm going to take the Giants anyways because you're taking the Cowboys, so screw that. All
1: right. Take the Giants. Yep. Uh, do you have them winning as well? What's the over-under? under? It, the under is 45 and a half, and the spread is minus seven.
0: 45 and a half? Yeah. Well, oh, the spread, oh, spread is seven. Yeah, I got the Giants winning. Got the Giants covering the spread. And I got the over.
1: All right. I got the Cowboys winning, and I got the under.
0: All right. Lions and Cardinals. This should be uh, what an interesting game. I got a couple of my friends actually going out to that game this weekend uh, because a couple of my friends are going for a bachelor party this weekend in Arizona. Arizona? Yeah. I heard Arizona is an awesome place to party, man. And they got, like, a really sick house with a pool and everything. It hurts an awesome place. My two-year anniversary is this week, so that's why I'm not going. So, um, (laughs) which is fine. Don't worry. Uh, I'm okay with that. Uh I have the you know, but shout out my Woodside boys, shout out to CD boy for his bachelor party going out there in Arizona. Um the 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 Lions carry on is definitely a play. We know the Cardinals defense is not that great. David Johnson, I love here. The Lions got run all over last year. Last year the Lions they ran all over them, every team did. David Johnson is a fantastic play. You're definitely playing him anyways. Uh, I don't mind Christian. I kind of mind Christian Kirk a little bit. I like Larry Fitzgerald a little better because Christian Kirk seems to be the wide receiver one. Darius Slay is going to be all over that sophomore. Uh, Christian Kirk's not going to be able to handle him. Darius Slay is a tough cornerback. I would stay away from Christian Kirk if I can. I like Larry Fitzgerald better out of the slot. Larry Fitzgerald, I think, is going to do well. I don't mind Kyle Murray. It's a good game for him to go in against a mediocre defense or less than mediocre defense. Uh Johnson is a great play. Marvin Jones is another great play here because I just feel like he's going to get a lot of the touchdowns. Kenny not, Galladay. Kenny Galladay is also a great play, but Marvin Jones has always been the red zone guy, so he's also a solid play here depending what you have. So like I'm playing him in one league because I have A.J. Green on my bench because A.J. Green is hurt, obviously, so I got Marvin Jones going. So uh, I don't mind pretty much almost any of the – there's no secret flyers here. Do not play T.J. Hawkinson. I hope you didn't draft
1: him. So, uh, I, 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 Monitor T.J. Hawkinson, please. Nah. Please monitor no, him. Put him on your watch no. list. Please. No. I think he's the next nope. coming of no nope. of, of Gronk. Only in a couple of, Oh, my God.
0: All right. So uh,
1: I'll take the Cardinals in this game. Cardinals are actually Cardinals. the underdog. They're, they're the underdog, the Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals are twin, they're getting two and a half points at home. So Vegas loves Detroit Lions in this game. Cardinals' defense is completely depleted. Uh, Patrick Peterson, he's not playing You know, there's a couple of defensive players that are not playing. So give me the Detroit Lions in this game. Winning, you know, covering the spread. And I think this is going to be a game that goes over. 47 points is the over-under.
0: I take the over. I'll take the Cardinals. What's the spread? Two and a half. Yeah, Cardinals.
1: Yeah, they're getting two and a half points. Might as well take it. All right,
0: talk to me about the Sunday night football game. Here we go with the Patriots and the
1: Steelers. I got the Patriots winning this game. They're they're minus five and a half, and the over under is fifty one. I definitely see this game going under. People are probably gonna think this is gonna be a shootout, but here you definitely started Tom Brady, Josh Gordon. If you drafted him, you know, and uh, Sony Michelle. I love Sonny Michelle. I love Sony Michelle all year long. Yeah, yeah. Give me some Sony Michelle.
0: Uh, I'll just keep my – I'll just be interested to see Julian Edelman and see if that thumb reaggravates or not. I mean, I'll still play him, but it'd just yeah, be see, hard to
1: see if that uh, thumb reaggravates. Who's He was drafted early. You drafted him in third round. He's, you know, yeah. you can't even think about not, not starting him. Uh, as far as the Steelers side, you start, you're definitely starting Juju, James Conner. It's interesting to see who's the wide receiver. Too. They say, they've been saying out of camp, that's Dante Moncrief. I would like to see what James Washington does. Yeah. Uh, so please monitor that. Uh, would you start the tight end for the Sealers? The uh, tight end, uh, yeah, Vance McDonald. Hell yeah, Vance? Of Vance. course. Would you like to dance with Vance? No, but yeah, no? I like the Vance dance. All right. So Vance is a guy that you could start as well, you know, and. There's no tight end that you start for the Patriots. That's another uh, position that you should look out to and see who they utilize in the, the tight end position for the Patriots and see who ends up you know surfacing as as the guy there because I'm sure that they're going to get some receptions as well, some targets. All right, so I got the Patriots winning this game. I got the Patriots. What's right. the over-under? 51. 51. I got the under. I got the under as well. What's the spread? Five and a half. Minus five and a half. I got the, the Patriots pay- I got the pages covering. You got the Patriots covering. All right, good.
0: All right, so the last two games, and we'll wrap this all up. Uh, The Houston Texans against the New Orleans Saints. The Saints do have a very good defense. You're obviously still playing DeAndre Hopkins, no matter what you play. You said DeAndre Hopkins is a guy you said forget. We shouldn't have to talk about that at all throughout the season. Same thing with Michael Thomas. Same thing goes with Alvin Kamara. Uh, just be interesting to see about how Duke Johnson is utilized and how much they're going to use him. I know Carlos Hyde is over there now. I don't think Carlos Hyde is going to be any kind of impact for that team. It may just actually improve Duke Johnson if anything else because give him a little more time to rest. And even if they played, they could play two running backs, you know, because Duke Johnson could be used on the outside. Kiki Cutie, uh still questionable to play. I would try to stay away from him as he's still getting back, uh, nursing his last injury, and he always gets hurt as it is, and he's going against a strong defense. I would try to stay away from him. I wouldn't mind having Duke Johnson as a flex. If you have a better option than him, I could see that, but I don't mind him as a flex player for this game. As I think that they're going to have to, you know, the defense of the Texans is good, but they did miss Clowney. Uh, it's not the greatest. The offense of the Saints is on fire. It's fantastic. So, I do see game script allowing the Duke Johnson to be more involved because of game script for this matchup. So I like him. Uh, anything from the Chargers is kind of you know it, you know you definitely play Michael Thomas. You could play Ju The and Saints, you could, yeah, Saints. Sorry, i could mess messing up. The Saints. You got the Chargers in your head, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm messing up. I'm still a little asleep. You know I'm not that smart. Um, the Saints will play. Uh, you play. Kamara Latavius Thomas. Murray, Latavius Murray is even a worthy play here. He's if, if depending on how you draft it, I have him for a lot, of, for a few of my drafts as like my first running back on the bench. So, uh, I like Latavius Murray for that sense. So it's just got to keep your eye on that and just see about how, um, I mean, he's any to you used no matter what. what I like Jared him better in daily. I like him better in daily. Jared cook. I like better in daily. I don't, I'm not crazy about Jared cook all year long. I mean, just, I was never really a big Jared Cook believer. You know what I mean? I think he was drafted way too high than what he usually always is, you know, but he's going to do okay. I mean, I, you, you drafted him to be your tight end one, I'm sure, so you play him, so. Yeah. Uh, I got the Saints winning this game.
1: I got the Saints also winning this game. What's the over-under and the spread? 53 and a half is the over-under, and the spread is the Saints minus seven. I'll take the over and the Saints covering. All right, and I got the over as well.
0: All right, so last game, talk to me, Doggy, about the Broncos and the Raiders.
1: Uh, start Antonio Brown. <laughs> If he plays, if he yeah. plays, you start him. Start. <laughs> Listen, with this news right now that came up, pick up Denver Broncos defense. Please do that. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a player that you should start. He's definitely gonna get even more targets now that Antonio Brown is is not gonna be playing, or you know if he gets suspended, right? And for the Denver Broncos, hey, I don't mind starting Royce Freeman here. Royce Freeman might be a good play here. Philip Lindsay, of course. And for the wide receivers, uh, you know, who who do you like? I'm, you know, Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders. Will you start him? New. I mean,
0: if you drafted him, you're probably going to start him. Depending where you drafted him, I see some. I see. I know a team that drafted him as a flex player. So, But he's been on my do-die draft list. You know, he's coming off the Achilles injury, 32 years old. I don't trust him at all throughout the whole season. Granted, it's not a bad matchup. He's not going against a strong defense. But still, I like Deshaun Hamilton as a sleeper for Deshaun me. Deshaun Hamilton. Deshaun Hamilton is a sleeper for me. Maybe not week one, but he's going to emerge and arise against me as like a top receiver for that And, the and team. in
1: some leagues, he might be undrafted. So he's a guy that if you have a roster spot to burn, hey, pick him up, see what happens. Because he might... You know, his stock might increase after this. One thing we didn't mention week. about
0: the Chiefs game, just real quick. Also, keep your lookout for Darwin Thompson. I really think at the end of the season, he's going to be the running back one for that
1: team. I think he yeah. is. In my, it, my standard league, uh, he's still available. I'm thinking about picking him up.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's worth it, especially before week one starts. He might be used a lot more than McCoy, and people get scared, you know. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Yeah, for the Broncos and then the Ra- the Raiders, I mean, uh, Terrell Williams stock goes up. I would like him more in daily if Antonio Brown does get suspended, which is a right now. His plan on getting suspended doesn't mean he will get suspended, but he's planning on it. But uh, <clears throat> Josh Jacobs, definitely a play. I think he's the most, besides him and Antonio Brown, like the most like definite plays out of the
1: Waller. Raiders. I like Waller.
0: That's not a definite play for me. Out of 12 team in a 12 team you know league, you tell me there's not 12 other tight ends you can't think about that you like better
1: tight end position you already know how it is It's very uh, shallow uh position uh in daily's Waller it might be a really good play though maybe in, in, daily in daily yeah all right so it's, who do you have this game i got the you know i got the raiders killing of course the raiders yeah, winning I, yeah no way man i got the broncos winning it's a pickem game it's whoever you decide to what's uh, the spread in the it's a pick it's a pick whoever you decide to oh. win, uh to pick and the over-under is 43. I got this game going under. And and I have uh, the Denver Denver Broncos. I have Denver winning as well. And I got the
0: under. All right, good. All right, week one is here. Week one is here. Week one's upon us. Once again, party people, hit us up any single time with any question you have at BFB Podcast. Also on the Fantasy Life app is a great way to chat in the community. I am on there as Better Fantasy Bureau. Hit us up at any given time that you want. Uh, BFB Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the website, What Once again, people, week one is here. Success, nothing less, and peace, party people. Peace.